welcome to Thinks Out Loud, internet marketing expertise your business needs. I'm Tim Peter. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Thinks Out Loud, your source for all the digital marketing expertise your business needs. My name is Tim Peter. This is episode 299 of The Big Show. I feel like I feel like our next episode, our 300 episode, needs to be something spectacular. And I have no idea what that's going to be yet. So we'll see where we'll see where it ends up. But I really appreciate you tuning in for, you know, this episode as well as the other 298 that preceded it. And I think we have a really interesting discussion for you today. It's a really... We live in interesting times, as the old saying goes. And before I get into what makes them so interesting, I want to set some ground rules, some groundwork here, some framework, right? There is a long established approach in digital marketing and digital strategy that's called the hub and spoke model. And it's been around for a really long time. You know, my first reference to it here on the website at timpeter.com dates to at least early 2011. And I know I'd been talking about it with people for a good four or five years before that, just based on where I was in my job and what, you know, where I was in my career and where I worked and things like that. So I've been talking about it for easily 14 or 15 years. And I know I heard it from somebody before that. So this has been around for a long time, which when you think about 14 or 15 or 18 or 20 years ago and the amount of change we've seen in digital, that's like the Cretaceous period of digital marketing. Quick aside, by the way, (laughs) every time I tried to say that before, I kept saying the crustacean period. So if I say crustacean later, know that I mean the Cretaceous period. You know, we're talking ancient, ancient times. And the reason that I think it's worth noting at the moment, let's talk about what Hub and Spoke is for a second. Hub and Spoke is very simple. I'll have a picture of this in the show notes so you can see, you know, how it typically gets diagrammed. But the idea is that when you think about your digital presence, when you think about your web presence, your hub is your website. The hub is always the things that you own. And I'm going to talk about what it means to own these platforms in just a second. And then the spokes are the places where you distribute your content and you syndicate your content and you improve your content's reach. So it could be things like social media. It could be things like search engines. It could be things like YouTube. It could be things like guest posting, if that's something you do write articles you write in trade journals. Those are all spokes of the wheel that always, always, always direct back to the hub. And this is something that, you know, has existed for a long time for a reason. And the reason is it works, or at least it consistently has worked. Now, we often talk about Why it's more important to ask, as Jeff Bezos does, what won't change? It's more important to ask what won't change than what will change. And this seems like a good time to ask, is hub and spoke something that won't change? Or given that it's from the Cretaceous period, 
not the crustacean period, <laughs> is it a dinosaur whose time has come and gone? Well, hang on to that question for a minute. First, let's talk about what's been going on in the news over the past week. And maybe you've heard that TikTok is being forced to sell to an American company. Uh, ByteDance, which is the parent company, is being forced to sell TikTok, which is the super popular uh, social network among primarily young folks, primarily Gen Z, but certainly Gen, uh, excuse me, primarily Gen Z, but some millennials, uh, or as I like to call them, adults under 40, and is starting to seep into the older generations, but it's super, super popular. And there's some concern because the ownership of TikTok, ByteDance, is a Chinese parent company. And the governments of the U.S. and China have some very real, very serious disagreements about economics and, much more importantly, human rights, data privacy, data protection, things like that. And so TikTok's access to U.S. citizens' data is troubling. That is a fact, uh, though in fairness, it may be no more troubling than, say, Facebook's access to U.S. citizens' data. But at least Facebook is a company headquartered in the United States and more subject to U.S. laws and regulations. So President Trump is, for all practical purposes, effectively forcing ByteDance to sell TikTok to an American company or be forced out of the U.S. market. Microsoft, Twitter, and at least one other group are talking with ByteDance about purchasing, the potential purchase of TikTok. Now, you don't listen to this show for politics or anything like that, so I'm going to ignore the lunacy of the president determining who gets to buy what company for a minute. It's not that I don't have thoughts on the topic. You may have just figured out what they are, but I know that's not why you listen to the show, so we'll put that aside for a moment. I do think the one political wire I will touch here is I do think some of the hullabaloo around the TikTok story would not be an issue if Congress passed some data privacy and protection rules for the United States. That would be a really good thing for U.S. citizens across the board and frankly would provide a lot of clarity to business and to marketers about what we can and can't do without stepping outside the lines. That would be a big win. But, oh well. Instead, <laughs> I'm going to focus on why this news story is causing so many marketers to freak out. Last Friday, my Twitter feed was going just absolutely bonkers. People were losing their damn minds over this. And, and rightfully so. TikTok has a great, highly engaged audience. And losing the access to that audience as a marketer, as a business, or having to build it again from scratch somewhere else is a nightmare. It's just an absolute disaster for these brands, these businesses, these influencers, etc., who might lose access to all of their, their customers and all of their audience. And this underscores one of the first rules of marketing, whether it's digital or otherwise. And that is, don't build your brand on rented land. And here's why. I, I said I would mention this later. This is later. There are three kinds of media. There is paid media. There is earned media. There is owned media. 
And I want to be very clear, your digital presence, your, your overall marketing presence should absolutely include all of these, at least to some degree. Now, a quick refresher, if you don't know them, paid is exactly what it says on the label. Customers see you because you pay to get in front of them. So paid search, paid social, banner ads, native ads, television commercials, all that, so on, all paid media. Earned media is essentially PR, though I typically include the link building aspects of SEO and driving social sharing in the mix there too. It's people who your content or your story or your product is so good, it's so informative, so wonderful that others share that news and information, including your content about it with their friends and family and fans and followers, leading to it showing up in front of your customers and prospects. If you think about influencer marketing, that's a great example of earned marketing as long as you're not paying them. Now, owned media, again, is exactly what it says on the label. It is channels you own. Your website, your email list, your mailing list, period. So that is paid, earned, and owned. But as I listed what each of those were, did you notice that I haven't talked about your company's Facebook page or your LinkedIn page or your YouTube channel or your Instagram follower, Twitter, Pinterest, Snapchat, Tumblr, what have you? Or, as we're learning about this week, TikTok. And there's a reason why, and I've talked about it probably a dozen times or more over the last few years. And that is that there will always be gatekeepers or landlords or whatever you want to call them. They own the platform. They own the algorithm. They make the rules. And as we're learning in TikTok's case, sometimes somebody else makes the rules. And the thing is, if your brand depends on access to their audience, their users, their algorithm, their network, you don't own that platform. You often can't even reach those folks off that network. You only reach the people that the gatekeepers let you reach. The customers only see what the gatekeepers decide they see. How many times have you struggled with falling social media reach on your social platform of choice or declining rankings in Google because of algorithm updates? It happens all the time, right? You know, and speaking of things that will, will not change, let me ask you, do you really think the gatekeepers will ever give up that control willingly? Of course not. You know, I'm going to ignore any potential antitrust rulings on this one, but you get the point. They're not going to give it up willingly. There will always be gatekeepers. We've seen this movie again and again and again and again. And if antitrust regulars broke up Google or Facebook or Amazon or Apple or Microsoft tomorrow, some company would come along to take their place. If TikTok fails or folds or you know, goes away or gets sold, some plucky young entrepreneurs and investors are going to rush in to fill that void. They'll attract innovators and influencers and artists drawn to the thrill of the new. Those innovators and influencers and artists will draw an audience, and those audiences will attract us marketers, same as they always do, and the cycle will continue. 
Now that doesn't mean you don't want to use these channels. Again, they're the spokes in your marketing flywheel. They're incredibly important. You want to use them to funnel active customers and potential ones to your hub, your website, your mailing list, physical, email, SMS. That's what you own. And you want to use the spokes to improve and increase traffic and conversion on your hubs so that you can always connect with your customers no matter what happens to any single spoke along the way. So to go back to the question I asked, you know, 10 minutes ago, is hub and spoke the right idea? Of course it is. It's one of those things that will never change. It's one of those things that was going to be with us forever. So regardless of what TikTok, what happens with the TikTok situation, regardless of what happens with any spoke, you need to make sure you have a hub that works for you and works for your customers and then use those spokes to bring people to you so that you can grow the channels you own. So is hub and spoke the right idea? Absolutely. It will never change. Or at least it won't until the president forces you to sell your business to Microsoft. Hey, looking at the clock on the wall, we are out of time for this week. I want to remind you that you can find the show notes for today's episode, as well as an archive of all past episodes, by going to timpeter.com slash podcast. Again, that's timpeter.com slash podcast. Just look for episode 299. While you're there, you can click on the subscribe link in any of the episodes you find there to have Thinks Out Loud delivered to your favorite podcatcher every single week. You can also find Thinks Out Loud on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, wherever fine podcasts are found. Just do a search for Tim Peter Thinks, Tim Peter Thinks Out Loud, or Thinks Out Loud. We should show up for any of those. I would also very much appreciate it while you're there if you could provide us a positive rating or review. Better if you did both. <laughs> it helps new listeners find us. It helps us show up better in search on those various podcasting host uh, podcast hosting services. And it helps new listeners understand what the show is all about. It makes a huge difference to the podcast overall, and it make matters a ton to me. So thank you so much for that. I very much appreciate it. You can also find Thanks Out Loud on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash timpeterassociates. You can find me on Twitter using the Twitter handle at tcpeter. And of course, you can email me by sending an email to podcast at timpeter.com. Again, that's podcast at timpeter.com. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Solo Segment, for their continued support. Solo Segment helps large enterprise B2B companies convert more customers with easy-to-deploy software as a service that automatically connects website visitors to the content they need to achieve their goals. I've talked many times about how content is king, customer experience is queen, and data is the crown jewels. Well, Solo Segment does what they do using anonymous data and machine learning to ensure privacy compliance, address the needs of your site visitors, and improve the efficiency of your marketing team. It's a really cool product. You can learn more by going to solosegment.com. Again, that is solosegment.com. With that, I want to say thanks so much for tuning in. I very much appreciate you listening week after week after week after week for the last 299 episodes now. 
it means so much to me. It really does. I, I cannot believe people continue to listen, and I really just appreciate it so much. With that, I hope you have a great rest of the week. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I'll look forward to speaking with you here on Things Out Loud next time. Until then, please, please, especially with all that's going on in the world, be safe, be well, and as ever, take care, everybody. Mm-hmm.